Hi, I'm Tyler Anderson, and you are watching the Legends of Tabletop. Okay, so you can go 40 miles a day with uh, jump jets. So we're just going to take off. Now we're, we're hex crawling now. So that we're going to move a day really fast here. Okay. All right. And we're going to see if there are like, any encounters during that day. Yeah, we're squad formation. You know, I got the – I guess I would take point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's in charge. He would take point. Yeah. Okay. Uh. For half a day, you're moving through the coastal forest, a really, really lightly forested area. But toward the end of the day, you make it into this darker area, the inland forest. Uh, the trees are much denser here. It's very overgrown, rocky, damp, slippery. The wind picks up, and uh, it, it begins to rain. There are lots of greens and purples. It's raining very, very hard, and there are noises all around you. You do, in fact, have an encounter near the end of that day. Let me see what it is. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys are just coming around a small rocky outcropping. You're trying to you're trying to look for a spot where you know pretty soon you're going to want to make camp. So you're looking around a little bit, and suddenly, Reggie, uh, you see something rear up behind it. You see two others rear up. It looks like a six-legged. It's a cross between a wolf and a crocodile with great upward-bearing fangs. This it's a wolf size. There are three of them. Oh, you just walked right into its territory, and they're leaping at you. Uh, it's a crocodile wolf. <laughs> there she is. I like the wolf with the owl better. Well, uh, definitely better. All right, let's go. <laughs> We're jumping into action frames. Reggie, you are the closest one. Uh, I want to know what you're doing. I am barrel rolling out of the way and then just opening fire. Okay, so your first move is a defense move. Everybody else is a little bit back, but I, I guarantee you guys had your guns drawn. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, defensive move. I'm, oh, yeah. Before, okay, so yeah, it's coming shooting, at us. Shooting. I'm, I'm sure Nash is shooting. Oh, yeah. We got three of these things. Everybody roll your dice. Well, now, when you say my first move is a defensive move, am I, am I not rolling to shoot? Am I rolling to, for the roll? Correct, because they're yeah. leaping at you while this is going on. I, I love that. So I'm gra I'm gracing, right? Yep. I I got a five with the long gun. Uh, I rolled a six, and I'm not, I'm pretty sure I'm not adding anything because I don't I don't have any. Oh, unless I'm no. Well, your if your rifle's a plus one, whatever your skill is, all that well, stuff. I'm, I'm not shooting. No, no, no. Oh, oh. All he's doing is defensive. So yeah, a martial yeah. art. Oh, martial. Oh yeah, I can use that. So it's just a plus one, so a seven. Okay, that's good, because you just narrowly avoided being hit by one of these things. It missed you by just mere inches. Oh, shit. Uh, it, they come running at you kind of like, like a wolf, but they attack like a crocodile swinging upward with their head, because their fangs point upward. That is terrifying. Trying to catch you in the crotch, and you just managed to roll out of the way. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> uh, Nash, your shot misses. Tom's shot misses. And Duke's shot misses. They're faster than we thought. 
they're really fucking fast and a new round begins everybody roll again just like crocodiles they're faster than you think i uh so nash tries to move to like he's shooting and moving to cover so like if it's gonna come to him it's like maybe got you know it's got to go over a fallen log or you know if there's a rock or something so he's he's, he's always trying to gain some positional advantage gotcha Oh, I was supposed to roll three dice. Fuck. Damn it. Well, you can roll them now. Yeah, I fucked up the first time. All right, so that's going to be a seven. Nice. And Reggie? Oh, I'm, yeah, it's a, oh, I'm opening fire from my kneeling position at the one that I just got out of the way. I rolled another six. I will, I swear to give you a plus one on that because you're in kneeling position and right up to it. So a plus one puts it at a seven, and then a plus two with the long gun puts it at a nine, and then the plus one from the gun puts it at a ten. Reggie, you just blew its skull into little tiny bits. <laughs> Damn! Take that, you fucking wolf of dial. <laughs> it, like, snaps down, like, right where the gun barrel is. You're like, yeah. Hey, I'm, what do you think this thing tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> Nash, you hit one right in the head. It goes down. Nice. Oh. Hits one. Which one? Tom hits the third one. Fuck yes! In <laughs> the head. Alien. We are. We are you on point. Dead, yeah, right in the center of the head. Every single one of them. This is what I was talking about. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, Nash nods like he takes a steadying <laughs> breath because like that was, you know, those things fucking came out of nowhere, and he just like you know nodding, nodding approval. Like you guys are, you guys are on your shit. I like it. <laughs> Uh, there is a there is a nasty smelly little nest, and there's three small ones. Oh shit! Now comes the now comes the moral test. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're gonna fuck, we don't want to sleep here with these things here. I mean, especially because they're gonna be like they're gonna be rabid with with vengeance, you know? Yeah, they're mewling around. Their eyes aren't open, but they're already biting each other. Oh. Maybe, maybe they'll kill each other. <laughs> yeah, really tough hides, kind of plated. Are they so they're not able to like leave? So like Nash would observe them for a little bit. They can't get out of the nest. Uh, they probably could if you give them time. Yeah, I, I think he just, I think he just fucking pops all three of them. Bang, like, bang, it, bang. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a, a security issue. Like if we're gonna <laughs> bunk down near this area, yeah. Um. Is there like a, a cave or like an overhang, like a rocky sort of outcropping within the forest that we could sort of set around to maybe get out of the, the rain a little and bit? Actually, I, I just said you had just come around a rocky outcropping. So, yes. So he would leave. He, he, he would grab Reggie and be like, look, let's, let's pull these things. No, maybe not. I was going to say. If we pull them close, the stench might keep other predators away, but any scavengers, it's probably going to draw them in, so probably not great. Uh, Man, you set some traps. Yeah, let's drag them a little bit further away to at least keep the scavengers yeah, yeah. busy. Uh, we'll post a watch. Um, you know, if they have tarps, they'll, like, stake a tarp down to break the wind, you know, try to make this as comfortable nice. as it can possibly be when you're one, one good thing about the inland forest is the canopy is is so dense that it shuts out most of the rain as well as most of the daylight. Hmm, okay. 
so the rain collects in cataracts and it pours through these, you know, dead tree husks and little rivulets all over the ground. Uh, yeah. You got dense trees, groundwater, and uh, you've noticed as you've been moving in through into this area the last couple hours, some of these trees have roots that come up out of the ground and wriggle around like worms. That's that's not that's one of those that's not good. That's probably not good. Don't don't fall asleep next to one of those things. They're probably There's looking for more than water. Water where the water is pooled up, and you actually have to climb through branches and swing across vines to to get past little pools of water and shit like that. But you have found this one rocky outcropping. It's dark and it smells horrible, but the air is calm and quiet. Um, so I'm assuming we've got you know some sort of flashlight. So so Nash would kind of like. Just get in and look around and make sure nothing was sleeping in here before we decide to, like, stake in for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if nothing's there, yeah, I mean, it stinks, but it's dry and out of the wind, so you make do with what you got. Yeah, okay, so we set up camp, and uh, let's uh, see who, who has watch and what order. Uh, I guess Nash would take first. Again, he's he's you know in, in command, so he's gonna not do anything. You know, he's gonna take the lead on most of the stuff. Okay, so are we gonna divide the eight hours into four two-hour shifts? Uh, yeah, that way everybody gets as much sleep as they can. Okay, uh, give me the order. Uh, so Nash first, uh, probably Duke second. We'll give uh give Reggie. Oh fuck! Maybe we should. I don't know because Reggie's got his nightmares and shit. Maybe I want to rethink that. <laughs> um, nah, fuck. We we let him sleep through the night as much as he can. So Tom and then and then Reggie last. Then at least we all get two hours while he's awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Nash, Duke, Tom, Reggie. Yes. Got it. All right, the night passes without any serious encounters, but you do notice some some really weird things. Um, that there's a there's a large pool nearby. You keep one eye on, and at one point during your watch, Nash, uh, the surface of the pool is broken by a translucent list disc of luminescent jelly, uh, and you think it's it might be one of those amoeba things. Uh, and before you can do anything, it goes back down into the water again. Hmm. So when when he wakes Duke up for his watch, we just let him know, "Hey, watch! There might be one of those uh, one of those squishy things in the pool over there. We'll let it catch you." All right, and uh, and then Reggie, uh, during your watch, from a great distance, uh, you hear a loud sound. It sounds like some massive creature going. Oh, oh, it's an ant. It is. Really far away, and super fucking loud. Okay, I just, I kind of just pay attention to the direction that it came from, and just stay frosty, as Nash would say. Okay, give me a psyche roll. I will definitely do that for you. Um, straight up, no, uh, no mods. Yeah, there's a six in there. I'm rolling four dice. There's a six in there. All right. Um, you stay frosty. 
you you <laughs> you have you think you have a fair idea about how far away it is. It's probably just under a click due north of you, um, and you manage to you manage to stay frosty despite the fact that there's this weird compulsion. It makes you want to go investigate the sound. It's it, you don't know how to explain this because there's nothing logical that would make you want to leave your team behind and go investigate this sound. But you yeah. feel some weird desire tugging at you, and you resist it. Can you imagine if I failed that role. Um, <laughs> so that'll probably freak him out a little bit, and then okay, yeah. Do we go to the end of the night at that point? Yes. Okay. All right. I was going to lucid dream something, but we're good. All right. So everybody gets up. It's it's hot and sticky already. You know, you can barely see the sun through the, the canopy and the dense clouds. So even even when the sun comes up, it's still dark and miserable. All yeah, right. So we should probably talk about like that noise. algae everywhere. <laughs> there's, like a, there's a thing that's grunting off in the distance, and I felt a, another worldly pull. To just leave you guys. I feel like I should just put that out there in case we have to stop again. Uh, just keep that in mind that there's strangeness and there's weird powers at work. All right. Well, we'll have to uh, we'll keep that in mind then. Um, but I stayed frosty. <laughs> I like it, did I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, uh, yeah. It's it's working out so far. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it for for a little while longer. Okay, so let's take the second day. Which direction are you going? Uh, so his plan was just to move straight forward into that patch of jungle that's right there, <laughs> assuming that it's probably going to be picked over pretty well because this is the most direct path. Okay, so direction two, like that? Yes. Was that the direction that the noise was coming from? No, it was coming from due north. So due, that would oh, Okay, so here. one, do one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's fine. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, if, if it had been, if you would have pointed it out, then... Yeah, yeah. That's what I was asking. Where I put the X right now, that's where you are at the end of half a day. So we would, uh, you know, begin to search then, you know, f- you know, for these flowers in this area to try to make it as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming that we don't find anything... And Reggie's heard that sound, you know, more directly north, like one direction that they would move now to like two and a half. So the hex, uh, you know, would, uh-huh. which would uh, you look at the clock would be like four or five o'clock. Would right? we have yeah. like little heads up displays of the picture? I mean, it has like an image of the the uh, the flower. And as we're scanning the the forest, if it like matches up, it would light up. Do we have those? Uh, not, no. Okay. You have two okay. pictures of the flower. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, I so we're yeah, holding up like, like, like kind of like you know, uh, sort of a night vision setting and an enhanced mm-hmm. vision setting. The goggles on your suit, but they're not like AI. Okay. Cool. That's cool. But it does have like a HUD, right? So like they could have an image of it up like here in like yeah, a, yeah. like an AR VR yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of sense. Yeah. Yeah. You could be looking at it while scanning the terrain. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and by the way, because you're in jungle, you move a little slower. So I'm, I'm moving you back a little bit. 
Okay, you yeah, know that's fair. Oh yeah, we've definitely slowed down. Okay, because uh, in the jungle now everything is like, tremendously overgrown. The breeze has has the wind has died down. It's more like a breeze now. Uh, high biodiversity, an amazing assortment of weird trees and plants, dark greens and bright colored flowers here and there, woods and fibers and fungus and. You, you find animal dung. You can't even figure out what the hell kind of animal that came from. Water everywhere. And little critters, you know, crawling around and making all sorts of noises. Once again, uh, you find a, a tall outcropping of rock. Here and there, there are these outcroppings of rock that go, like, up to or through the forest canopy. So once in a while, you get a, motion, a, a moment where you could, if you want, you climb up on top of the rock and take a look around. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think I would send Duke up to do that. He is the, uh, uh, or is it in a thing, the uh, the recon specialist. Mm. The Hawkeye, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and here in the jungle, it has, it has now stopped uh, raining. So Duke goes up on top of the rock. He takes a look around. He comes back down, and he's he's got a, a, a rock in his hand. That's like about the size of a, oh, I don't know, a, a chicken, like a medium roasting chicken. Mm-hmm. And it has some sort of weird symbol painted on it. It says, I found this up on top of the hill. Uh, what, is, what is it? You got something written on there? It's some sort of symbol. I have no idea what it is, but it's it's obviously painted on there. Would it be from that, the uh, the, 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 the native species? The native... Uh, um... One would have to guess that it definitely it's I mean it's not natural something painted as symbol on a rock. Yeah. Okay. You know, so Nash would show it to everybody. Does it, any you know does this look familiar to anybody? Uh, match any kind of pattern that you guys might know? Red, uh, you give all kind of weird information. Duke, Duke says that that has to be the Ufa people because there's only one sentient life form on this planet. They call themselves the Ufa. Have we seen the symbol in any of the literature about Inra that we have undoubtedly read? Uh, no, I've actually read. I've actually read very little about Inra, um, but I I do know that the people who live here call themselves Upa, and I'm just. I mean, they're they're the only intelligent life forms on this planet, so I have to assume that one of them made this thing. The rod. I mean, that makes the most sense. It's pretty far uh, from the water, though. Why don't we? Put it back. Well, you know, there's water everywhere, though. There's little pools and lakes and rivers. All but sometimes you have to climb through the trees to cross a, a pool. My guess is it's there for a reason, and whether it's a legitimate reason in our eyes or not, maybe we should put it back. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, don't apologize to me. I'm not. I don't know. I'm just. I mean, right. right. Uh, okay. Uh, Are you attached to it? You don't attach. I mean, I I suppose souvenir. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. It never dawned on me. We might need to leave it where it is. Um, I mean, you just never know. I mean, if we run into these people and you've taken some sort of sacred rock that represents one of their uh, dead elder ancestors or whatever, I mean, they could take offense to that. Duke uh, Duke looks down at the ground, nods his head. You're right. I'm so yeah. fucking stupid. He slaps no. it on the face. Oh, no. He goes back up the rock. Damn <laughs> it. He's just like, he looks at Reggie and he's like, I, I, I like your line of thinking. I don't, you think, what I mean, do I you know? said, 
But, but oh, I, really? you, you said that thing called to you last night. I wonder if the rocks got some kind of. Uh, yeah, but uh, okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm, I just I feel like I'm fucking up an awful lot with the things that I'm saying lately. You know, no, I, just, I feel like, like I can't say anything. I, 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 I just I don't want to start questioning my own the things that I say. But man, I didn't mean. Did I berate him? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> you're 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 no. It, it's not you. I, I think maybe there's something with that rock. So well, like he he jumps on the com and he's like. You know what, what? How does it look up there, Duke? You see anything else? Did you get that rock back? I, I like you, Duke. I'm I'm putting the rock right back where I found it. I I think I've got it facing. Holy shit! What is that? Damn it! Ready yeah, starts charging up. I hear some sort of weird screech, like a like a pterodactyl screech or something. From you, you you can't see at the top of the hill, but he's he's up there on the other side of the forest canopy, and you hear a gun go off. Damn it! Running as fast as I can. <laughs> Climbing as fast as you can. Climbing yeah, as fast as I can. Yeah. With all the grace that I possess. <laughs> you make it up to the top and you see this. It's a large serpent looking a little bit like a dragon. It has a huge grotesque head, many fangs, has dark obsidian eyes and a fissure in the center of its skull. Uh, from which this that shrieking noise is coming in a terrible fucking smell. Hundreds of clawed legs wriggling along beneath its long, sinuous body. It has leapt on top of Duke, and his suit is badly ripped up. Son of a bitch. Op- opening opening uh, fire. Opening fire. I'm rolling for the serpent, and I'm also rolling for Duke. It sounds like a like a Shadowfell quaddle. <laughs> yeah. Like a demonic <laughs> demonic quaddle. All right, Reggie, give me give me your shot. I'm sh- I'm shooting. I'm shooting. Uh oh my god. I This is another 6. So 9. <laughs> I Whoa. think Nash Nash would pull out the 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 uh, the, the fire pistol, the flash pistol. And aim for the head. Uh, okay, but technically it's only Reggie at the top of the rock. No, no, he went too. I, when you said he, the gun went off, Nash like immediately started to climb. Okay. Okay, so I need your roll, your total, sorry. All right. Uh, and Reggie, so that, got two. It's going to be six, seven, eight. <laughs> we blast the thing. And Reggie, what'd you get? A nine. That is a hit. Unfortunately, the thing also hits Duke a second time. Mm. No! Yeah, there's a large wound in Duke's left side right now. The thing has got him down, and he is unable to make a move. It's a new round. Here we go again. Does the the flash pistol... By the way, Duke was wounded from the previous battle. This is his second hit. One more hit, and Duke loses consciousness. Okay. Does the flash pistol like burn into it? I mean, it's just like, like flavor wise, it burns into it. Like mechanical wise, it just it takes a hit. Uh, no, it it burns. It's like hit, it's kind of like being hit with a um, with a laser, really fast, like a wall of laser. <laughs> but it, so it doesn't it doesn't have any different effect than 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 Reggie shooting it. Uh, it has it has a burning effect. Okay. Uh, to, to Nash's uh, estimation, it doesn't seem like it does anything different. 
So he just drops it, you know, swings the, the rifle around and just pops it with the rifle in. All right. Everybody roll again. Uh, Reggie's going to lose a dream. I don't think we're in a dream world. We're not in a dream world. We're not in a dream world. I mean, you can, but it won't do anything. We're not in a dream world. <laughs> no, I'm opening fire. <laughs> Nash got a nine. Uh, uh, nice. Seven. Seven from Reggie. Reginald. You guys both hit it, and it collapses on top of Duke. Damn it. Uh, we'll try he, to lift it off, to push it off. Yeah, I'm like, go, 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 go. Come on. Uh, okay, uh, Duke is laying on his back. Um, he's he's holding his side. He's bleeding really bad. Uh, he's coughing up blood. I am applying pressure. Yeah, I'm like, well, let me let me see. Let me let me get in there. Like he pulls the pack off. He rips open the med kit. He fucking, you know, if it's a hole, he jams a tampon on the hole. If it's, you know, more of like a gash, he's like, yeah, yeah, Reggie, get pressure on it. Uh, pressure, let me. Pressure. Yeah, let, let me get a fucking stim. You know, whatever whatever it is that we have in the kit that. You know, would immediately like the yeah. fucking fake skin glue shit. Like he's all over it. I have. We are going into full like field med. Yeah, well, I have medic. I have medic now. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna want the medic role from you now. Here's the thing. Love it. Your suit actually has a, a medical administrator uh, inside it. Right. Uh, so his his suit could heal him, but this, his suit is now badly damaged, and you're not sure whether it will work. Um, plus, it would it would take about an hour for it to work. Right. Could so, I aid him yeah, at all? So it's good that you're applying medical attention right now. Could I right. help at all, or is it more? Or do I need to ha- actually have that skill in order to help? Uh, you, yeah, you may attempt helping. Yeah, I definitely want to try to help to try to make his role better. So is that a brains role, probably? Okay. So well, for Reggie, I'm going to make this grace because now she's going to tell him where to press and where to hold to lessen the blood flow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, I, Reggie, go ahead and make a grace roll. I lay on hands. <laughs> hey, I got two sixes. Two sixes. Wow. What, what does that do? That, that, is a, that is a yes and. You managed to stop the flow of blood, and uh, you discern that uh, his, his suit is still working. Uh, in fact, you can probably use some Dermaseal to seal the suit back up, and that would enable it to heal him. Oh, Demisil, make some Demisil, Demisil! Hold on, hold on, we gotta get him fixed up first. Just mechanically now, what does that add to his... To, to, that to that gives plus one. Nice, alright, cool, cool, nice. Now, is medicine a brains roll? Yes. Okay, so two dice, I'll be at plus two. Oh, I got a six, so he's an eight! John, we are, we are nailing it! We we are on point. So much training. There's so much paperwork. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just that all the a, paperwork we've a, done. A, a yes and. So you managed to stabilize him. You managed to seal his wound. And what else? Uh, could I uh, heal a point of his grace? You know what? I'm gonna give that to you. <laughs> yeah, right. So like like he gives him like he doesn't give him morphine because he needs him to stay. You know, functional, but like he gives them like a, a non-narcotic painkiller. You know, they get him stitched up. You know, he puts some ice on it. I don't know, whatever, whatever it is we got to do to like get him stable, and then just like, and then wait. You know, wait for him to recover. You know, T- tape an aspirin to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now you guys are going to sit tight for an hour while his suit goes. Hell yeah! And it knits together. 
Uh, it's now luckily he wasn't hitting any vital organs, and you've managed to stabilize him. So all you have to do is wait for an hour. You see yeah. what happens during that hour. Nash would like look from that rocky outcropping then to see, you know, what's below them, what's around them. Not only to look for predators, but to see, you know, can I see orchids? Uh, you know, where was this stone placed? Like, did it hold this dragon thing in? You know, in some weird fashion, like a magical barrier. Like he's just kind of like trying to take it all in. Okay, so Re- Reggie is applying moist towelettes to uh, Duke's forehead, mopping him. Okay, so you can see uh, about a hex in all directions from up here. Uh, you see the the top of the forest canopy. Uh, you see creatures flying around up and down through the through the canopy. Uh, there's a bunch of weird brown lichen up here on top of the rock that has a sticky, sweet-smelling kind of a juice. you got to make sure you don't step in it because it's a little bit slippery. Okay. And uh, you see a, um, off in the distance, you see what looks like a fight between two large flocks of toothed birds over territory. They're, they're about uh, a couple miles east of you. Okay. Um, if, if he's like, if he can do like light movement, I try to just like get him under some kind of cover. So we're just not like exposed on the top of this rock, if that's possible. Uh, well, remember that you've got the forest canopy, almost a complete cover. And once in a while, this rocks, these rocks jut all the way up through the canopy. So you're actually above the canopy right now. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. You are, you're probably less visible up here than you would be on the forest floor. Hmm. Okay. All right. So he, he, yeah, he takes all except to flying creatures. Which, by the way, Duke tells you this thing came flying right at me. It's the, the marker has nothing to do with it. It oh, saw right. me. It saw me pop up here, and it just came flying right at me from the distance. All right. All right, Duke. Just all right. Shh, 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 shh. Relax. Just rest. And uh, I'm sorry, I fucked up. You didn't fuck anything up. You did great. You did great. Duke actually reaches up and he grabs Reggie and pulls him down to his face. And he's like, if I hadn't taken that stone, we'd all be on our way right now. No, 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 no. Hey, you know this world. You've read all about it. This was going to happen one way or the other. It's all good, my man. We've did it. We, we, we've got to you. You know, unfortunately, it, it, it went a little bad, but we were able to you know, fix things up, and you're going to be fine. And no, 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 no worries. No worries. She's petting his head. He's like, we're going to find those orchids, aren't we? Hell yeah, we're going to find all the orchids. We're going to clear out this whole damn forest. (laughs) Nash, you know, Nash likes the new Reggie. Like, he's, 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 you know, like, satisfied. Like, he's, he's like, in a good place because Reggie's, like, kind of, you know he's he's on point. He's he's got the whole thing going on. So Nash just like yes, yeah, he loves teams. being in the field. Loves yeah. being in the field. <laughs> I assume after the initial rush, if Tom hadn't scrambled up on his own, you know Nash would have been like, "Hey, get your ass up here, stay low." You know, oh, yeah. Duke's hurt. You know, I mean, I it's all happening and with you know TACnet, I guess, so he knows what's happening. And this is all, this is, you know, this is Nash's training, you know? Yeah. We've, we've gone over the scenario. Maybe not this exact scenario, you know, dragon attacks. But, like, you know, <laughs> field medic stuff. Like, oh, we got to right. want somebody down. We, 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 we drilled. We drilled the shit out of this situation. Yeah. And, 
he feels good, right? Because like his his whole history, his whole history, because he you know had successful missions, but to to end it off was really bad. So like Duke got hurt, but he's he's safe. We fixed the mop. He's he's got he's gonna have yeah. full grace back by the time this hour is up. Like we're moving forward. We're we're protecting ourselves. Honestly, we're killing shit, but we're killing shit. But you Hell know yeah. we're. we're <laughs> We're taking care of what yeah. we need to take care of. He's 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 in a good spot right now. We're not we're not, we're not on any. We've been on the planet for two days. Yeah, we're not on any danger of losing our timeline. We're fine. We can just just sit back and get Scylla Sardassi and her fucking orchids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to day three. Which direction are you going? Uh, so we so up until this point in the two hexes that we've been in, we haven't seen any orchids in anywhere that we've you know no, anywhere we've not. Uh, okay, then probably I think due east, so uh, okay. to the next one there. Actually, more like about there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're only moving one hex per day. All right, so we push on through this day. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a terrestrial jungle, but just, uh, you know, really dense uh, with some dark purple and dark green trees. Every once in a while, you have to cross a river or something. Some of those are a little bit challenging. And near the end of the day, something happens. Uh, it, actually, you have, uh, it is after the end of the day, you've gone ahead and you set up camp. So you've made it all the way through the day without another encounter. You're like here on the map. And uh, you hear human voices just a couple hundred feet away. So fucking down. Yeah, like Nash would be like, you know, wave his hands, you know, down, point to his ear, listen, you know, weapons out, kind of, ju- you know, try to gauge where they're coming from, maybe creep forward a little bit, try to get eyes on it. You know, pulls out the binoculars, starts fucking army crawl in the direction. Who's got the best? Who's got the, who's got the stealth? I've got a plus one stealth skill. I have a plus one as well. Okay, who's... Are you are you going out toward them to investigate, or are you just looking around? I imagine just to get, sort of get eyes on them, just to see what we're dealing with. Yeah, I think Nash would move forward, but, like, either low crouch or, like, army... Like, if they're a half a mile away, he's not going to army crawl. But if it sounds like they're a, just like a hundred yards away, yeah. then yeah, he would he would be low army crawl. He'd have binoculars out. You know, he would move ten feet, stop, look, see what he yeah, can yeah. see, see what Don't he can do. Give me a stealth roll. That's grace plus stealth. All right, got to remember to roll that extra die. Oh, that's not so great. Uh, so that's going to be a four total with my plus mm. one. All right, so you're uh, you're maneuvering what you think is stealthily through the underbrush when you hear uh, somebody shout out, "Hey, who goes there?" Shit! Uh, and you look around a tree, and there's there's a guy with with a gun pointed at you. Uh, he's a he's a well bit well built blonde guy with short hair, and behind him is a one eyed pointy eared dude uh, with like slightly green skin, wearing red robes. It's a githyanki. Um, does he, so do we see each other? Like he sees me crawl? You guys see each other at the exact same moment. And he, he, he raises his gun and he goes, who goes there? So I guess they can hear that. And he says, uh, you know, like, so, so he's kind of like on his elbows, 
So he's like, you know, he holds on to the binoculars with one hand, he puts his other hand up, and he's like, uh, we're, uh, I'm a day tripper. Uh, I don't, we heard voices, you know, I heard a voice. So oh, just, he, he puts his gun uh, back in its holster and he comes forward smiling. He's like, a fellow day tripper. He extends his hand. Mark, Mark Fourpaws, my name. Yeah, so, You're here so, hunting orchids, aren't you? Yeah, he kind of like looks around and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we got a, we got an order. You know, you know how it goes." <laughs> I really, I don't know, I don't know how it goes, but I'm gonna find me some more. <laughs> it's all for the woman I love. Listen, you guys don't happen to know where there's some orchids around here, do you? We haven't. So when he says for the woman he loves, Nash is like, you know, his smile droops a little bit, and then he, when he asks where they are, he's like, I, "We." I haven't seen anything. You know, we've been crawling around here, attacked by friggin' spiders and all this other stuff. I haven't seen anything. Which 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 way did you come from? We don't want to. So like he'll point like, oh, we were here and here. You know, like he'll pull it up on the map and be like, oh, we checked in these areas. Uh, you know, where did you come from? We don't want to. You know, let's not cover the same ground. Oh, me and Gunga here, we were just heading back to the trading post to try to figure out which direction to go next. We've searched this whole area. You're like uh, you're like com- completely in the wrong place here. This 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 section of the forest is clean. So, uh, you know, yeah, we're heading back to the trading post, probably uh, reconnoiter for a day or two and then head back into the jungle again. Uh, yeah, did did you uh did you come in that way? There was no uh no ship over there. Oh, my ship is orbiting. It's going to meet me when I when I call it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, we, we, we've got the uh, we've got the good spot. Uh, outside. Yeah, this is your first time here, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, we got here. the The dome was down. All the all the power was out. the The grid was down. The power's out. Yeah. Well, I it's rigged up to our our ship right now. Oh. I mean, the, I've got the field back up, but it's it's temporary. I mean, when we when we bail, that's. You know, well, without the hydrogen. I heard there was supposed to be a brand new shipment of uh, hydrogen canisters. It hasn't come in. I mean, if nobody was here to, I, I don't know. Thanks yeah, for actually, empty. if you recall, the hydrogen canisters were marked full, but they were actually empty. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I, I think the delivery crew uh, screwed them over. the uh, The tanks were marked as full, but there wasn't nothing in them. And it's running off of your power right now. Well, yeah, you yeah. Guys, you guys mind if I, if, if me and Gunga use some of your power? Oh God! I, uh, I mean, it. You know, it, it's set up just to run. You know, the dome at the moment, and the and the you know the power grid. You know the 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 repeller. Well, I got to head back there, and if the only source of power is your ship, I I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you need to get in and you're you're gonna crash at the dome like that, that's you know that's fine. Oh, you're saying it's fine. Well, all right then. I'll tell you what. Let's let's make an agreement, okay? Now, uh, me and Gunga, well, we've been here for a couple of days looking around this general area, and I tell you, we found nothing. So we're we're gonna need to go further inland, all right? But uh, let's divvy up the the forest so that we don't search in the same area. That sounds fair, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so where were you at again? Okay, so what he's saying is he's basically searched this whole area where you guys are at. Pretty much the whole area where you guys have, have been. 
mm-hmm. is is where he has been. Okay. And neither of you has found anything. So you see over to the to the right, you know, direction two and three. Mm-hmm. The forest gets a bit thicker. And he's suggesting that we sort of split that area up. Okay. I mean, like that, one of that takes the just... northern half closer to the mountains, and the other one takes the southern half closer to the shore or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I, you know, so I'm assuming that the team can hear it. So um, if no one dissents, you know, if, no, if nobody's talking in my ear, he, you know, he would agree to that. I mean, that was the direction that we were going to move. Uh, well, um, Marcus is, is rather adamant that he get the, the northern route then, because uh, as he explains to you, this, this must be your first time here, but uh, what, what we usually do is we, we set the ship on autopilot, and uh, then we go through the jungle and then up to the mountains where your ship picks you up, so you don't have to go back again. That's, that's what I'm doing. So, uh, so I'm going to take the north half of the jungle, that way I'll be closer to the mountains when I need to call my ship. Mitch, who are these guys? Who are these guys? So he, he like he you know like holds a finger up to Mark and he kind of like turns to take a couple of steps away and he's like, "That's another day tripper. He's working with uh, he's working with the natives, I guess. He, he you know he he worked the same area that we were in. Hasn't found anything. Is that what he said? I mean, that's what he said. <laughs> and and Gunga, by the way, the uh, the green skinned uh, one eyed alien. He's like agreeing vehemently with everything that that uh, poor Paul says. No, find nothing. We don't find nothing. Uh, so Nash wants to make a, a psyche roll, a psychology roll, to kind of like read this guy. Then, okay, go ahead, give me a psychology roll. Don't tell them Gosh. that we're back here. I, I got a four total. You got nothing. Yeah. So he's just like oh, this guy. Uh, right. According to his according to his story, he's a. Uh, He's, a, he's an athlete, actually. He's a he's a, um, a a soccer player back on Earth. He's just about to graduate, uh, but he's also engaged, and uh, he wants to get an Iranian orchid for his fiance. That's the whole reason he's here. Does the name sound familiar to why Nash doesn't watch TV and shit? Not, probably not. Mark Forpaw? No, it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. College player. Yeah, then he definitely would have no idea. <laughs> Fulpa, Fulpa. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, he's like, all right, that's you know, that's fine. Um, I guess let us know if you find anything. I mean, we're gonna stay out here. We're already. I know he's just kind of looking at you incredulously. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we, you know, we've been we've been out here for like three days already. Well, you don't imagine this is gonna be easy. That's why people people give their lives for these things. That's why they're so expensive. Yeah, well, it never is. Uh, well, listen, you guys, I want to thank you for the for the power. I don't know what me and Gunga would have done if without the the resistor field because it's pretty nasty out there on the coast. But uh, you know, uh, a couple more days and uh, we'll be back in the jungle again. We're going to stay up to that northern side. So listen, scouts on them, okay? If you guys stay to the south, I'll stay to the north, and my my word is good. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's fair. Yeah, you were here first, so uh, you know, I guess you get to claim uh, first rights. May the better man find his orchid. Come yeah, on, maybe we both find some orchids. <laughs> uh, Gunga gathers up their stuff, and uh, 
and, and, and Mark slaps him on the shoulder and says, let's go. I'm going to beat you at chess again. Gunga says, you win every time. <laughs> so uh, teaching him the rules correctly. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he walks back over and he's like, uh, I, fuck, I, I mean, we're kind of heading out this way. I mean, I don't care if he takes the north. I mean, we got just well, as he's much. Going, he's, he's heading the other direction right now. He's going back to the training post. Yeah, yeah. So it would take him at least two days to get back. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you know he, he you know he sits with the with the crew and he's like, I feel like know, I feel like they might steal our ship. Well, so he's you know so they're gonna have that conversation. It's like, look, they, you know, I'm sure you guys heard uh, the power's already running. You know, if they're just looking to operate the you know the field and the and the dome. Whatever it's running already anyway. Um, I'm assuming they have some kind of like link, you know, via the PDA or whatever. I mean, they locked the ship down before they left, oh, but yeah. you know, he would just double check that you know all the sensors were up. You know, it's, you know, it's like having an alert to your cell phone when somebody breaks into your house. Yeah, you know? not that we could get there in time, I guess, but would, they, they had to get here. I'm assuming they have their own ship. So, but uh. I'm I'm okay with giving them the north. Um, we have just you know just as much of a chance of finding these things down here as as up there. I mean, we don't have any you know intel that says otherwise. I mean, you know, like so then he'll pull out like the PDA and like you know pull them up to see like does it have a preferred range or would they already have that like in a dossier like oh they prefer lowlands they prefer you know, rocky terrain they prefer. What it says is that they grow deep in the abysmal jungle. Okay. So then, yeah, I, I think we continue kind of, mm-hmm. you know, what, the ship though, like any readouts from the ship. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for and sure. by the way, you, yeah, you are right now just like at the uh, perimeter of your broadcast range. After today, yeah, you will not be able to reach the ship anymore. And we can't even put the thing into orbit because it's hardwired to the fucking to the thing. Like we've got a wire running from our ship to power the grid and the dome. Yep. So it's not like we could radio control and be like, all right, you know, Marduk, take off and, you know, be on station. Well, yeah, it, it would rip that power cable out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I, so he just so he asked the crew then what do you, you know what do you guys think I mean it's, could it's they long... take the ship though don't they need to have like don't I have some sort of an imprint with Tiamat this is the same ship yeah yeah the chance of, of someone else being able to steal your ship is like almost nil okay, okay. all right then he yeah, all right so okay so you... I'm I'm over overemphasizing that point if I if if he would feel like it's extremely difficult to do that. Uh, yeah. Ex- ex- well, first off, the ship is locked. He would have to get in. Uh, yeah. Next off, he would have to convince Tiamat that he had the authorization to give it commands. Well, so if we're at the edge of so range, he'd have, to be, he'd have to be a hacker in two different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if we're at the edge of range, then I mean, I guess Nash could fire off a, me- or if Reggie was more concerned, Reggie could fire off a message to Tiamat and be like, "Hey." Stay frosty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just you know, let the ship know then that two people are coming back and it'll be using the 
It don't because it's like it's a legit AI. Like it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just oh, Tiamat, just uh, just to let you know, there's a couple of blokes, <laughs> blokes. There's a couple of fellas <laughs> coming back to use the dome, just so you know, it's okay. But they are not to go anywhere near you. <laughs> Keep summer safe. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> yes, okay, so, Tiamat. Uh, yes. Uh, right. So, so Tiamat updates its its uh, database uh, okay. and uh, and informs you that such has been done. I All appreciate right. you very much. So we would do you know same thing like you know have night watches, the whole nine yards. Um, we would move. Um, so if you label the, the hexes one through six, we would be, uh, so we'd be heading out three if the top was one. So kind of at four o'clock or five o'clock from where we are right now, which is kind of splitting the middle. I don't know, you know, it's semantics as far as that guy's concerned, but it says deep. So I don't want to be south of where we are. I want to be further in. This is so weird. This guy, they were going back to the, yes, uh, from here to here. Yes. Then they were coming back to do the north side? Yeah, so they were... Oh, I'm trying to point on my screen. You can't fucking see it. <laughs> from directly... Yeah, what, what he said is he's, you know, it's, what, uh, he's going... They're going back to just sort of like reconnoiter, like to, to get their energy up again, because they'd been out here for three days and found nothing. They were a little discouraged. They're going back to the dome. They're going to hang for a bit, get their shit together, eat, and then come back out and look again. Yeah, so they're three more days in, so they're going to be just in the same state they were in the first place. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could theoretically go low, you know, coastal forest, and then the low, the lowland forest, and then break through as opposed to coming out and around like we did, which might be a little mm. faster. But whatever. Um, yeah. So we're yeah we're moving down. Uh, and, and, and that's yeah, true, and, by the way. When when they take off, they're going more. Um, of a, of a number four direction four. All right, yeah. So uh, yeah, we 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 would just uh, keep on trucking. All right. So we take watch over the night. I'm assuming the same order as before. Yeah, are, yeah. That would just be our standard then. We are still in the jungle. Uh, actually, it's a really quiet night. The only sound you hear is the sporadic chatter of those toothed birds off in the distance. And it stops raining for hours in a row. Um, nice. Who notices this? Nash, um, you you go off to take a leak during during your watch, and you notice these giant blue fungus pods. They're like up to two feet in diameter, oblong in shape, and there's a few of them scattered around. You didn't notice them before. Um, they have sort of a dry, mossy quality to them. Like they're the only dry thing around here. Mm-hmm. Um, are they bioluminescent? Uh, no, they're just a light-colored blue pod. Um, and you notice one of them looks like it's been like half burned, like literally burned in half. And this, you're looking around. This is you can see. This is where. Uh, Mark Forpaw and Gunga kept their camp. So hmm. you put two and two together, you realize they were burning these things. Yeah. Hmm. 
Uh, so he's not sure if they were trying to eat them or if they were like using them for illumination. They didn't burn all of them, so you wouldn't deem them a threat then necessarily, or else they would have scorched them all, I, I suppose. That's a logical assumption. Um, I kind of want to go over and poke it with a stick, but I don't know that he would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think he would just make a mental note and then let them know in the morning. Okay. That, you know, it, it found, you know, um, evidence of, of Mark passing through. It looks like they were burning this fungus. Hmm. Not sure exactly why. I don't know if maybe you guys want to grab some. You know, it might be, again, something that can be used. And he looks at Reggie for medical purposes. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. And there are no other encounters that day. <laughs> do you, you want to grab stuff, Reggie, or what do you want to do? I mean, I'm kind of cool with my... I mean, I'll grab whatever you want me to grab, but I mean, I don't need... I mean, unless we're finding orchids, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I just, you know... But I, I, I mean, you can use me as a pack mule if you want to gather up more things. I'll carry whatever. How how big are the the fungus? Like size of a, a baseball, size of a cabbage. Uh, the smaller ones are like a softball, and the bigger ones are like two feet across. Yeah, I mean two feet across. It could be the same situation as the the the, the venom sacks that I've got. We can bring some of this stuff back. I'll carry whatever you want. Crumbly texture, like that stuff that florists stick flowers in. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like foam, sort of a crunchy foam. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. It tastes kind of like cardboard. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, you know what? Let, let, let's grab a couple of the smaller ones. Let's, let's, we, we'll, we'll seal them in bags. We'll mark the location. We can always come back, right? Well, I mean, we, no saying we're going to come back through the, this way. I mean, they're just, I mean, they're like right over there. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, so you guys are grabbing a couple blue fungus pods? Yep. Nash would, like, throw a rock at it first to make sure, like, tentacles <laughs> didn't whip out of it or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, and when you throw a rock at it, it, it goes poof, and it sort of breaks into dust. Oh, that's the spores. <laughs> it's releasing oh, that's spores. that's not good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Let's pass on yeah, that. It's not. That's a pretty good <laughs> test, though. Maybe we just throw rocks at everything we see, and if it, if it releases a bunch of spores, we'll just kind of steer clear. Hmm? Yeah, I mean the suit probably filters that out, but I, you know what? Let, let's 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 leave that. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Yeah, you know, I mean, this ain't no asparagus walk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So he just he he bails on the whole idea then. Okay. So now we're gonna. Good idea, though. It was good. You know. We're gonna push through to to day four, and uh, you guys are moving what kind of like a three direction. Mm. Yeah. South. Yep. Yeah. Right where your yeah uh, where your uh, would here. be. Uh, more towards the center. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, because that's about. I mean, that's just about as deep. Almost halfway. Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, you want you're looking for deep in the forest, so here you are. Okay, so this is day four. four. Yep. 
No, it's deep. It's dark. It's humid. You know, it's he's hoping this is like all the right conditions now. And he like he marks it on the map. So like, I, I guess he didn't exchange PDA information with the other guy, but like he can clearly show his route that you know, hey, I left this whole fucking outer edge for you. Okay, so I'm gonna take this purple marker and I'll put it right here where you marked the map. Okay. <laughs> and let's see what happens this day. We have encountered during the daytime. Oh, it's those toothed birds. Here they come. <laughs> Whoa, you've walked into the territory of a flock of these birds. There's like 20 of them. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, they are darting angrily around your heads and making these screeching noises. They have razor-sharp, saw-like edges on the backs of their legs. Oh, they try God. to past your head and scrape you with their legs as they're going by. Um, they're like dive bombing you in mass, and I need everybody to start rolling whatever you're gonna do. Uh, there's twenty of them. I, I mean, I guess I would. Nash would try to fucking dodge. How how big are the birds? Uh, about a foot, foot and a half across. So like a raven. Yeah. Ish size. Yeah. Um. They got these long legs, though, with spiky teeth on the back of their legs, and they they sort of swoop down and kick with their feet and try to scratch you up. Oh, damn it. Mm, fuck. I, I guess, like, Nash would just try to move evasively and try to move, you know, so, like, if we're walking straight and all of a sudden they all fucking swoop down, like, his thought would be, like, maybe there's a nest. So let's, like, go around to the right and try to, like, get some distance away. All right. I want you to give me a survival roll. Oh, all right. I have survival forest. Does that count? Or is yeah, this a jump? Okay. Oh, fuck. I got a three. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you have not evaded them, so we'll be handling a little bit of combat in a moment. But you have figured one thing out. Um, you've seen a couple different flocks of these birds now, and they seem to like war over territory in this area. And from what you know of forest survival, that sort of indicates the absence of large carnivores, the fact that large flocks of birds can live here. Mm. So for what it's worth, good news, probably no large carnivores in this area. All right. Well, that's good. Okay. So now um, I need action time, though. Everybody's got to start shooting or running or something. <laughs> shooting. All right, we're shooting. Everybody roll dice. I'm still evading. Oh, that's not a six. Could I throw athletics into that? Yes. Okay, I actually get three for might, so I'm going to roll another die. So I get six total. Wait, is your well, attempt to attack or defend right now? I'm I'm defending. So he's he's like juking and moving and trying to like yeah. get away. Okay. Okay, good. Uh everybody roll. Six for me. Uh eight. I didn't roll a six this time. <laughs> I just rolled a five. Uh Nash, a couple of them uh hit you in the head, but they don't scratch your suit. Um you shoot one of them, it goes down. These things seem pretty easy to kill. So, Nash, you just killed one. Reggie, what'd you roll? Uh, uh, an eight. Reggie, you, you are firing away and you've killed two of them. Yeah. Duke kills one. Tom kills one. 
That's four down. Um, and the only one who's done any damage is the one on Tom. Tom has been hit. Uh, it's oh, two of these birds have grabbed onto his uh, his arm. Uh, they're they're biting and scratching at his suit. That can't be good. No, not at all. New round. Everybody roll dice. Shit. All right, Nash says, "Fuck it." Opens up full auto. Yeah. Just same for Reggie. Just spraying. I got a seven. Ooh, I got a seven. By the way, these things—they're not—they're not fighting very hard, and they're not very smart. They seem to be trying to intimidate you more than actually do damage. They, they, uh, even the two that are on Tom have not managed to actually do a point of damage yet. Okay. So we got a pair of sevens. Reggie, between between what? Yeah. Sevens. Reggie, you take out another one. <laughs> Get out of here. Just as it swings past your head. Nash, what was wow. your roll? Seven. Oh, my. Nash, you've taken out two of them. Nice. And that's a. This is a yes and. Ooh. Uh, you, so, you, go ahead. I was. If you have some, I was gonna say the. the you know, it, it takes out another one, so their numbers diminish. Like they're kind of stupid, but like just the incessant hammer of the firearms just kind of like gets them to scatter. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. They have scattered. Cool. Like they don't go far. Like they're just in the tree. Like they go. You know. Well, they go up and a little bit of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn. And so, there are six of their dead companions on the on the forest floor. So he's like, yeah, everybody okay? Report in. Any injuries? Tom is checking his suit. No, I think I'm good. We, we want to get some sealing on that? Is it torn too bad? No, no. I don't got anything to worry about from these chickens. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, let, let's... Uh, let's move. Let's try to get out of this territory. You know, move a little away from them. We don't have to bother with that shit coming back. All right. Well, it looks like their their territory is kind of like the south part of where you just came wandering into this. They're like a little bit south of you. So you may want to veer north a little bit. Okay. Uh, and it's about the end of the day, so you probably want to set up camp too. Yeah. Yeah. When, when yeah when he knows that it's starting to get you know kind of on towards that time of the day, Nash would be. You know, on the lookout for a suitable, uh, you know, spot for them to to hold up for the night. Defensive, you know, whether it's you know not necessarily a, a rocky outcropping, yeah. but you know maybe like a tight stand of trees, uh, you know, uh, a, uh, a depression in the anything that would you know provide good cover, good you know base of operation. Yeah, you uh, you find a, a a big hollowed out tree trunk. It's like five feet across but it's died from rotting from the inside. And so it's like a big hollow shell leaning up against a boulder. Okay. It's, you've got cover. You can get inside there, cover from the rain. Cool. And that is the end of day four. So let's see what happens over the night. Reggie, while you're on watch, uh, you see one of those big, uh, those, those long dragon-like web serpents the thing that attacked Duke earlier, um, you see two of them go flying by overhead. They look like they're hunting. So you're on edge for a little while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking out big time for them. But they don't seem to see you, and they move on, and the night passes. Mm -hmm. And now it's the next day. 
beginning of day five. Where are we going to go? I mean, he, you know, he looks at the map and he's like, what do you, you know, you guys think uh, towards, uh, you know, in a mechanical sense, towards three, you know, he would say like, you know, southeast, you know, if we were considering the top of the map north. Yeah. Uh, so like that. Yeah. I mean, unless anybody has a descent. Reggie, are you preparing to say something or what? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I was, no. I thought I heard some vacillation there. Yeah, no, I was thinking, because we're just kind of, we're, we're just going to continue moving in that direction, right? And we're just, we're still not finding any orchids? Not yet. Yeah, like, I, I assume that, you know, we're, we're in a search pattern, so, like, we're close together so that we have, you know, firing arcs and we have covering, yeah. you know, covering uh, lanes of fire and all that kind of stuff. But we're, we're searching around whether or not that's with any, you know, a digital thing or any kind of, uh, you know, like, AI stuff. Like, if the, the camera can, like, well, I guess you would ask before if the camera would be able to pick that out. Um, yeah, I mean. Well, you, can, uh, you can go ahead and give me a brain roll. Both of you guys can do that. All right. All you got to do is beat three. Oh, I got a five. Me too, five. All right, well, you know, in fact, you've met one of them. You're not the only people who come here looking for these orchids. And you also know that the coordinates of the training post are the same coordinates that everybody uses. So it kind of stands to reason that the, the nearest terrain to the training post is probably the most cleared out. Yeah. Maybe what we should have done was make a fucking a beeline straight up and hooked in from the backside between those two mountain ranges. Jesus. I mean, well, it's kind of late for that now. Well, we could always loop around the, 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 the mountain range that we're coming up against here. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if we just keep moving the way that we're moving. Yeah, in two more days, you'll be rounding that southern mountain. Yeah. And we could always go back along the coast if we find them. The hike will yeah. be a hell of a lot easier. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, okay. keep, keep moving. Okay. So now on day six, I imagine you're you're going the same direction. Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we still haven't found anything, yeah. Down to here. Okay, today has been a really, really quiet day. And uh, just as you guys are setting up camp, Tom goes, hey, look over there. And he's pointing underneath a squat tree with these broad purple leaves. And underneath it, you see a clump of orchids. Oh, nice catch. (laughs) Just like, there they are, look. Yeah, <laughs> just start hacking at him. <laughs> yeah, so like, what's so, so? What would be the protocol? Do we have to like dig them out and put them in a pot? Can we cut them? Like, I'm assuming they would tell us. Bef- they would have told us. Yeah, what you want to do is uh, is dig out the entire root system, which will you'll end up with something about the size of a of a football of dirt mm. uh, for each flower, and you want to put that inside a a, a sterile bag or container, they will, they, like, like I told you before, they, they actually last quite a long time. 
Okay, so I'm assuming we've got just like a shit ton of plastic bags. A bunch of specimen bags, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and there are seven flowers here. Sweet. All right. So, yeah, he, he, you know, breaks out the little, you know, army shovel, and he's like, all right, let's, let's, you know, we'll get to digging. Uh, you know, Duke, why don't you stay on Overwatch? We'll, uh, we'll, you know, make sure nothing sneaks up on us. Mm. You got it. If, if it's super hard to dig, maybe we'd, like, switch out. I assume it's not going to be no, terribly it's difficult. really easy. The soil is wet and moist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are now the owners of seven Iranian orchids. That's seven megabucks you're holding right there. Whoa! All right, so after they're done, you know, like Nash kind of like brushes his hands off and shit, and he's like, all right, you guys want to push one more day, see if we can't find a mother load? Because we're, we're, mo- we're in the area now. I mean... Well... We got to uh, we got to split this seven megs four ways. Is that what's going on? Um, you know what? You're captain. This is up to you, really. No me. Yeah, let, let's let's uh, let, let's round the horn. That'll put us down by the coast. I mean, we're gonna go back that way anyway. Let's okay. uh, let's let's take one more. These things should hold up. Let's see what we can't find. All right, we are now heading into day six, and we are rounding the horn. So we're like here now. Uh, yes, sir. Come around to the south end of that mountain. Let me see what happens on day six. Um, you know what? No encounters on day six. You end the day near another one of those big rock outcroppings, just at the bottom of the foothills. You can get up here and you can see on top of the on top of the nearest uh, mountain. Okay. Yeah, Nash would go up himself this time. Okay, when you when you get up on top yeah, of the outcropping, is everybody going up? Uh, probably, probably keep keep uh, like a buddy system situation going on. Do you want to come up with me then? Yeah, so so Reggie, yeah. go up. All right, now this one, like I told you before, some of these outcroppings are covered with that kind of slippery juice. This one's really covered with it, so you guys are going to have to make a grace roll. Okay. I don't think I have anything to throw with that, so. I'll give you athletics. Oh, all right. I got a seven then. Okay, no problem. Reggie? Oof. Four. All right, you both make it up without incident. And uh, from here, you see, you can see that nearest mountain peak, right? That's about 20 miles to the north. And as the as the clouds part just for a moment, you look at each other to make sure you both saw this. There's a glint, a reflection of something up on the very peak of that mountain, like glass, like sunlight hit glass and bounced off of it just for a moment. There's something shiny at the top of that mountain. Did, the, did you, yes. did you oh. see that? Like Nash puts his hand up, he squints, he's looking. Was it? Something shiny up there. Something big, yeah. Yeah, he roots around, looks for the binoculars, tries to, you know, look again, see if he can't get a bead on it. Uh, You only see it once in a while because the clouds are really thick and there's a lot of rain in in that direction. But if you watch watch for a minute, 
you see another glint. There is definitely something shiny on top of that mountain. It looks like it might be made of glass. Like a, it's the size of a, maybe a vehicle, not a real big vehicle. It's bigger than a man. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's it's far away and you're looking through rain and clouds. And it's only when, when the conditions are just right that you catch light glinting off of this thing and then it's gone again. I wonder if, Hmm. uh, yeah, I wonder if that guy, uh, found what he was looking for. Mark, maybe that's his ship. It's probably yeah, a ship. Mark full paw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't really do much about it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not bothering us any. No. So nothing else happens on day six, and you don't find any other orchids. So what about day seven? Where are you going to go? I, you, so Nash is getting hooked now. Like, we've had a couple of quiet days. Everything's going good. Mm. You know, you know, he like he pulls Reggie off to the side and he's like, I think we should do I think we should head up, you know, northeast, yeah. you know, relative. So like yeah. number two mechanically. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe we follow that around, you know, and then just make a beeline straight back down to the coast if we can find something. I mean, we're already here, right? I mean Yeah. I mean more megas is good for like everybody, right? Not like we're you know, turning around at this moment. I mean, we should just we should press on just get as much as we can. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I, I say we do it. Let's do it. Just like Russian roulette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Will our ship be there? Will it be destroyed? Will it? <laughs> no, I'm more concerned about the encounters than I am about the ship. Right, because right, it's going to keep coming. <laughs> All right. Late in the next day, we have another encounter. This is, uh, you're just setting up your camp, and Nash, you see it first. It's one of those web serpents. It's coming this way. Damn it. Mm. So rifle up. He's like, everybody on point. We got a fucking mm-hmm. dragon. Everyone's there, Frosty. Weapons out. Serpent, where's my serpent? I need to find my paper. You know, it's like everybody has their weapon. If it's not slung rear, it's like right next to what they're doing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all right, we got a dragon coming this way. Uh, it was it was flying overhead when it when it noticed your your camp and it starts circling and coming down toward you. So you guys have time to get ready. You can all draw your weapons before it comes at you. Mm-hmm. And it swoops down suddenly, heading for Duke. He's oh, they got a taste for him. He's at the back. Of the, <laughs> he's yeah. at the back of the group. Yeah, for some reason these things like Duke. All right, well, I got a nine. Everybody roll. They're like Nash lines up a shot. He's fucking tracking it as it's coming in, and just like Reggie, nine for Reggie. Nine. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome, Reggie. You have hit it. Nash, you also hit it. And it hits Duke. Fuck. Damn it, Duke. Yeah, this thing swoops right down. Um, it's it's on top of him. It's got hundreds of little clawed legs that are they're grabbing him. It's got these web flaps of skin that it starts flapping. It's it's trying to lift him up off the ground, and it can't quite lift him up off the ground, but it's trying. He has taken a point of grace damage and right now cannot fire. Oh, okay. Tom's shot misses. Hmm. New round. 
Alrighty. Everybody roll again. Yes. I got another nine. So so Nash runs up closer because he doesn't want to hit Duke and just like right near its head. Nice. Nice. That was a nine? Yes. Oh, you just severed its head from its neck. Oh, that's fantastic. And once again, the body of a web serpent <laughs> on top yes. of Duke. Man, I hope these things weren't uh, endangered. Oh, shit, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> this, so so uh, how, how big are they? Oh, it's like uh, 15 feet long, but it's only about as thick as a, as a, uh, a man, a fairly thick man. Okay, so he, he's not going to tow it off. So he kind of like, you know, shoulders in and like fucking pushes it off of him. And he's like, how you feeling? <laughs> like I shouldn't have come on this mission. Oh, no, ah, you're, you're fine. Great. You're fine. <laughs> he like grabs his, you know, puts his hand out, grabs him, pulls oh, him up. I, I think do. it dislocated my shoulder. Fuck. I'm, I'm going right. to need healing again. Come here. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to hurt like a Fuck motherfucker. <laughs> All right, you got to do your first aid roll. All right. No oh, pair of fives, so it'll be a six. Ooh, Woo. Yeah. Okay, you succeeded in resetting his shoulder. Pop. So he, yeah, he, he like gets in and he kind of like you know rubs him a little bit and he's kind of like cracks it in there. <laughs> and then Duke goes over and he just starts kicking the thing over and over <laughs> and over again. So Nash like lives over. You fucking fucking lizard bird. He pulls out his combat knife and he just like hands it over. Like he just puts his hand out, extends it to him if he wants to like just hack at it. (laughs) He just starts hacking it into pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you over and over again. Hey, would you cut off a shank out of that thing? We'll eat that motherfucker. That'll teach him. Little tit for tat, Duke. Oh man, yeah. You guys want to eat this thing? I'm not so sure. Uh, he's he's just throwing it out there. Actually, we have heard that some of the life forms on this planet are edible and kind of tasty. Uh, no, no harm in trying it, right? <laughs> yeah, try a little bit, a little taste. Yeah. Oh, let's cook some of that shit up. Fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> so Nash Nash will like start collecting up some twigs and shit. He's got the you know the fire pellet, so he'll just like get a nice little fire going. Reggie starts separating the carapace from the under delicious meats. <laughs> uh, Tom has an idea, and he goes over to one of those uh, blue, uh, like football sized uh, fungus pods. Mm-hmm. He takes one of the fire pellets. Uh, and he puts it on top of the fungus pod, and then he drops a drip of water onto it. The fire pellet starts burning, the fungus pod starts burning, and you know what? It actually gives a nice-sized little flame, and it burns for about half an hour. Nice. It's well. It's it, it lights the it lights the campsite well enough to eat by. Cool. <laughs> How does the dragon taste? You know what? That's not bad. It tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and and we're you know we're using a lot of rations. We're expending a lot of energy, so it's good, good supplementation. And then we can let them know, like, hey, if you're here, you can eat the dragons. If you kill them, it's pretty tasty. You know what? You you raise an interesting point because I told you you had two weeks of rations, and you're now seven days out. Mm-hmm. 
if you turned around right now and took the same path back, it would take seven days to get back. But you can actually make it back quicker, uh, you know, via the the coast. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Or five, you can make it back in five and a half days. Right. So unless you start foraging for your own food, you're going to have to start thinking about turning around within a day or two. Well, there's 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 some. I mean, you know, fifteen feet. There's a lot of meat on this guy. There is a lot of meat on this guy. This guy can feed you for a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to stay here for a couple of days, but I mean, we could we could cook more than we need tonight. We have all the bags and stuff. I think maybe you should <laughs> do that. Yeah. So so. You know, like we, you know, so we, like we, we kind of hunk and try it. And we're like, damn, it's pretty fucking good. So Nash goes back and just like starts ripping like half a flank down. He's like, all right, let's, you know, we're, we're getting low on supplies. We're seven days. You know, we, we probably yeah. want to make maybe one more push before we head back. So let's, uh, yeah. you know, we got a lot of good protein here. You know, maybe keep your eyes out for some berries and shit. Like I don't know if we would know what was edible. Like I, I he would be reticent to eat plants just because they could be poisonous. I don't know if we have any way to know. Yeah. But but uh, animal meats should be good. So be like when they did the um, you know Lewis and Clark were eating a lot of tongue yeah. and you know <laughs> beef fat and <laughs> so much yeah. animalism so much. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that is the end of day seven. We're now heading into day eight, and which direction are we going to go? I think directly up north one uh, to that last spot, or or if we go to if we go in direction two, that gives us a clear open line back down into the coast. Because if we go up, then we got to come back through jungle, or we got to go out jungle. Mm. If we go two. We take our last shot, see what we can find. If not, we make a beeline straight for the coast and out. Sound good? Boop. That puts you here. Yep. All right. Searching that day. Mm-hmm. Dude, you found some orchids. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. You guys have found eight orchids growing in a bunch. Hell yeah. And once again, they were near the the, the big hollowed out husk of a, of a sort of a rotted tree. So apparently they grow well where there's other other vegetable material rotting. Right, sweet. So I'm assuming that's like a whole day. Uh, that is almost a whole day, but after you've set up camp, there is another encounter. All right. Uh, you guys are sitting around camp and uh, you're you're talking to each other when uh, you you hear a, a voice shout out, "All of y'all, step back! Leave the orchids where they are, and you won't be harmed." So, like Nash just like looks to Reggie and the other guys like, "Fuck!" <laughs> you know they're already dug up. Like there's nothing in the ground. So he's like, uh, "And and you might be." There's a moment uh, of hesitation, and then the voice, which sounds pretty young, says, We're the forces that are surrounding you. If you don't leave the orchids where they are and pull out, you're going to be seriously overwhelmed. <sighs> he just sighs because, like, they have guns, like, the guns are right next to them. Like, it's just not. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, he's like, you guys are making a mistake. So I'll give you one chance to leave yeah, yeah. because I'm going to fucking kill you. And we're going to take the orchids anyway. So he holds up his hand at five, one finger down. He's at four, one finger down. He's at three. And then he just drops it, grabs the gun, brings it up to his shoulder. And then you hear scrambling and no, get out, run, 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 coming from the bush. It's, and, and you see him. It's, it's two. They look like they're like, they must be 20 years old. It's two kids with backpacks and they drop down out of the trees and they run away. Oh my god! Oh, uh, I mean, I guess they'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he like he kind of sits back a little bit and he's like, "I wonder if they came out of that that glint that we saw. I wonder if that was their ship. Could they be that stupid?" <laughs> it was two days ago. That would put them in about the right place. Yeah. Dumb bastards. I think yes. I think yes, they can be this. Well, now you're going to have to keep an extra eye on your camp all fucking night. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we do two guys. We do four-hour shifts. Yeah. Buddy buddy system. Yeah. If if there's more of those... uh, Well, so we would have, like... I I would imagine, and we haven't established, but I, I would assume there's, like, IR and all that kind of shit either in the suit or we have, like... Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're, we're as long as we're paying attention. Yeah, you guys just you've got you've got infrared, you've got night vision, you've got HUDs and auto aim. Yeah, so he would let you know as it got darker, you know, he'd be like, "All right, we're gonna let the fire burn out. We'll take two shifts, four hours. Um, you know, keep your IR up. I don't want them sneaking up on us. It's just two of them." If you if if you let some twenty year old kid shoot you in the dark, I think we have to reevaluate the squad situation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So who has the first watch then? Uh so I guess it would be me and Duke since we're usually one and two. All right. Nash and Duke, you have your first watch. Four hours goes by without incident. And you wake up uh Tom and Reggie. Tom and Reggie, you have your watch and uh you you get the suspicion that you're being watched. You you never you never get a beat on them, but you feel like those kids are lurking just outside the the perimeter of your field of vision. Like you don't you don't trust it. And just before morning, you hear that boom, boom sound. And Reggie, I want you to make a psych roll. Hmm, my man. Six. Nice. So you have so you have no problem at all, but then you look up and you see Tom and he has stood up and dropped his gun and he started walking in the direction of the whom sound. This is that thing. No Tom, no. No Tom. He's just wandered right out of camp. And you know what? We're going to stop right there. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> not Tom. Yeah, Tom has just got up and wandered out of camp. Now you'll get you'll get to decide how you want to respond because you got you got Tom walking out of sight. At the same moment, you also know that those two kids are somewhere nearby. Oh God. Well, I mean, would he be able to get 
out of camp. I mean, if they're both awake together, like if Tom got up and like started to walk away, wouldn't Reggie just like? Well, yeah, I'm what? sure he'd do something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tackle the shit out of him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the, the frame I'm going to freeze on is Tom with this weird transfixed look on his face, just wandering out of camp like, I must go see. Yes. And Reggie behind him reaching out going, Tom! <laughs> no, not Tom! Nice. <laughs> Jesus. Cool. Well, that, that was great. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So we're we're playing day trippers in every modality that we possibly can. We hex crawl yeah. with drama system, like normal, regular RPG stuff, this narrative is a style, versatile system. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, you can find this at daytrippersrpg.com. I think there's a link in the show notes there. Just check this out. So if you enjoy these games, definitely uh, check it out. The 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 PDF's like fifteen bucks, maybe. It, it's not like a super expensive book. The core rules is five. Five bucks on a PDF. See, there you go. Definitely get in and get that. Uh, it, it's a it's a lot of fun to play. You get some, uh, you know, weird sci-fi stuff. You jump the dream worlds and all kinds of crazy things. Create piss waves. Yes. <laughs> I them like a surf with a surfboard. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys uh, the experience for today right now. Um. Because I have it all tallied up here. So, Nash, that's 11 for you. Wow. Yeah, and Reggie, 13. That, that's, what, that, that's what I should have, 13? Yep. Thank you. Oh, I got a shitload of XP to spend. How many do you have? Tw- 24. <laughs> nice. Whoa. Yeah, you're going to be doing some leveling up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. So, do we? And we don't have to do this on air necessarily, but um, do we want to revisit like a squad tactics skill scenario? Like I said before in the in the thread, like I don't want to break the game to be like, oh, let me roll this skill, and then we get a plus on everything that happens now. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I still haven't decided exactly how that would work. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with you just putting the kibosh on the whole thing. I just, like, thematically for the character, I think it kind of makes sense for him to, like, assess the situation, designate personnel, and, you know, however that sort of... It's like a combat tactics type thing. I know, and it feels like in in real time, that's what you do anyway. I mean, you just do that verbal anyway. So the real question is mechanical, like, what what sort of mechanical bonus would there be? And to me, it kind of feels like it, it might work like helping... So if you succeed in your in your command role, then whatever you whatever you say, because it's going to be different every time, right. they'll get a they'll get a plus on it. Maybe we should make it a command skill instead. Then maybe of a squad tactics, hmm. like how well then do I convey the the message that I want, and then they in turn respond. So yeah, instead of commander skill, like a generic squad tactics, it's like you do this, you do that go kind of thing and then how well do they yeah i think giving them a plus is the way that i want to go because first off yeah. mechanically the system wants everybody to roll for themselves mm-hmm. uh so it makes it's easier to give them a mod 
Sure, sure. Well, uh, all, because this is this is this is uh, kind of OSR, right? The uh, there's no one solution to any particular problem that you guys face. It's really all about what ideas you come up with. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say, you know, we make this role and then you succeed because the whole point of it is you guys having a creative plan, right? which is probably going to be different every time. So again, it's easier to treat that as a mechanical plus one um, than to come up with a rule that it means, right? When What does it mean when you make that role? You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be different every time. Okay. Yeah, that works for me. Okay. All right. Do we want to call it squad tactics? We're going to make that like a uh, charm or a brains? Or would that be brain? Yeah, brain. Well, if it's if it's more about tactics, it would be brains. If it's more about just sheer command authority, I guess it would be charm. Yeah, I mean, they're both if a two. more about just getting people to do what you tell them to do, or it's about, you know, having the best plan. This is part of the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm so yeah. weak at the skill. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to lock us into some sort of tactical corner. The whole right. point, the whole point of, you know, problem solving in the OSR is fucking be creative. Come up with a piss wave, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I, I mean, we, we, we can, we can ponder on it a little bit more. I mean, maybe I need to do that as two separate skills then, right? Like maybe one is tactics and one is command. And then maybe they don't stack. You got to pick one, you know, do one thing or the other. Yeah. And if you fail, then you can't re-roll for the scene. Yeah. Command would work kind of like rhetoric and kind of like help. Yeah. Uh, and the, the tactics, I guess that would give you, that would give them pluses to, let's say, combat roles. Yeah. Two different skills. Okay. All right. I can see that. And maybe I'll do both. I have enough XP for that. So, hmm. all right. Yeah. Cool. So stay in touch. You got the points to spend. Uh, you're yeah. not going to be, you're not going to be actually spending any skill points or experience points before we play next, but we can certainly talk about it. Sure. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Thanks for running. It's uh, as yeah, always a, a fun game. Thanks for playing you guys. We, we, <laughs> we pull off and uh, Cameron leaves you in the hot, humid, dank yeah. forests of Enron. Nice. <laughs> Then there's lens flare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right, you guys. I'll see you next time. All, All right. right. See you later, Todd. And uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, for checking it out. And uh, don't forget, John's got a, podca- a podcast of his own, Tales of Blood and Stone. It's mm. a demon of the Shadow of the Demon Lords podcast. Uh, you guys release every every Wednesday. other Friday. Every other Friday, yeah. So make sure you're checking that out. I should probably put a link to the to the show in the show notes when you're playing ah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, we did, we're just we did, I, I I mentioned this show on we did a it was like a uh, interviewee type thing with another Shadow of the Demon Lord podcast called uh, Blood and Steel. So I, I mentioned this one. So yeah, nice. throwing it out there. You know, certainly appreciate that. Uh, as always, we have our coffee available. You can hit the link in the show notes or tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew. Uh, the brew is going to take a little bit of a tweak. Uh, the Rwandan right now, the way it's roasted, has a little bit of a bitter bitter finish if the coffee gets cold. Uh, so Neil's going to tweak that a little bit, which is going to make it even better. Um, you know, reviews on iTunes and podcast, uh, Podchaser and 
you know, all those different places, super helpful, uh, helps us get noticed a little bit more, uh, you know, tell your friends, all that kind of stuff, you know, the drill, uh, we're on all the social media things. So if you have the, the likes and the subscribes and whatnot, uh, we certainly appreciate that. One last thing before we get out of here, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our sponsors, Thing 12 Games, and one of their latest games called Dice of Pirates. Dice of Pirates is a fast-paced pirate game for two to six players, plays in about 15 to 30 minutes. On your turn, you're going to take the seven pirate dice, and if you're the starting player, you're going to get one treasure token to start with. All the other players will get two. On your turn, you're going to roll all the dice. If you roll gold coins, that's great. If you get three of those, you're going to get to steal a treasure token. Uh, if you roll three Jolly Rogers, uh, that represents your crew. If you have at least three of those, you'll be able to raid an opponent, possibly stealing their treasure. Uh, if you roll three Kraken Tentacles, uh, that's going to end your turn. And then the other uh, facing that you have is a ship. The cool thing about the ship is the other players at the table will also get a chance to participate on your turn. If you happen to roll ships on your turn, you're going to pass those ships to another player at the table. If that player rolls another ship, your crew is going to return back to you. If they roll a Kraken Tentacle, they're going to pass that to anyone they want to at the table. If they roll gold coins, they can pass those back to you if they choose, and they'll earn a plunder token in return. Uh, and if they roll the uh, Jolly Roger, they're also going to pass that back to you as well. And that's it in a nutshell. You'll win the game by holding seven treasure tokens on your turn without having three Kraken tentacles. It's a pretty fun game. It plays pretty quick. Uh, the dice are really neat. The components are awesome. Uh, the guys over at Think 12s are a really uh, good bunch of guys. They have another uh, Dice of game already uh, for sale. It's called Dice of Crowns. And their new one that will be coming up soonish is called Dice of Dragons. So we're looking forward to uh, seeing that out on Kickstarter. So uh, if it sounds interesting to you, if you like a uh, you know quick filler game, if you like a dice game, uh, it's got a little bit more than just random dice rolling, uh, please check them out. There's links in the show notes. And if you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order. Thanks, everybody. Again, thanks for checking this out, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Goodbye! This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.